Welcome to Politics and Psychology. I'm Dr. Renee Carr, and please introduce yourself in the chat or on social media. Today, we are talking about what Matt Walsh gets right. And for this to not be a one-sided or a one-time conversation, please also give your thoughts or questions in the comments section below. So I hope you're having a great October, and I am really excited about this topic. So let's go ahead and get started. Matt Walsh is a writer, podcaster, and the host of The Matt Walsh Show on The Daily Wire. He has come under a significant attack lately, though, for producing a documentary entitled What is a Woman? This is a very simple question, but this documentary is getting a huge backlash because of the simplicity of the question and yet the inability of so many people to not be able to or not be willing to answer this question and definitely not answer the question on camera. So Matt Walsh is under heavy attack also for speaking out against school districts allowing children to identify as cats and even having kid, kitty litter in the school bathrooms to, quote, support everyone's identity, end quote. The documentary, What is a Woman?, shows Matt interviewing academic professionals, women, homosexual men, and others from LGBT groups. He also introduces um, individuals who are just walking on the street, just random people who agree to be interviewed and agree to answer the questions, and even mental health professionals. I say that with a grain of salt because not every person who is a mental health professional or a psychologist is someone who is actually healthy. Sometimes you enter fields to try to understand and resolve your own psychological trauma and experiences. And just because you have a degree, it does not mean that you are actually operating from a place of pure science. You may just be altering that science for your own benefit or to just try to help make sense of what is going on in your own present or past, but it's not always something that's actual valid, which is why we have a lot of science that is being twisted nowadays and based off of opinion and not actual data-driven science. But that's a whole other topic. I'll get into that another time. So in this again, What is a Woman by Matt Walsh, he even interviews a man who says that he identifies as a female wolf. And he simply asked the question, what is a woman? Surprisingly, everyone who either refused to answer or if they just walked away, then when they did answer, they replied in a defensive manner and they were arguing with him saying that they were being attacked for their identity, that he was transphobic, that he was homophobic. And all he did, he was very calm in every single scene. He's only asking a question, what is a woman? And so I'm going to get into why there is such a psychological intensive reaction to this question. So definitely stay tuned so we can, you can hear that information as well. Um, In addition to talking about the, again, going back to the female wolf, when he did ask, okay, well, you identify as a female wolf, then can I observe you communicating with the other wolves? And then the man then who said he was a female wolf became angry and refused and said that you're not honoring my identity. So this and similar responses, similar questions and answers are shown throughout the documentary. So I do highly recommend it. Um, The only individuals who were able to answer the question of what is a woman 
were individuals who either did not live in America or they did live in America, but not in individual communities or in businesses that had a lot of exposure to this recent increase in using pronouns to describe yourself. Uh, Matt Walsh also showed footage of a Supreme Court nominee not being able to answer the question, what is a woman, and the refusal to answer the question, and even asked other groups of women at a national women's march, women who were on the street, women who said that they were just regular biological women, not without any gender confusion. He also did ask women who were um, experiencing gender identity confusion, as well as men who experiencing that, and they too were not able to answer the question. Matt Walsh has also led many awareness campaigns to expose hospitals that are performing genital and breast removal surgeries on otherwise very healthy children, and he has also been very adamant in exposing TikTokers who are selling hormone suppression pills to minors. And just as an aside, I was actually banned from TikTok, so I'll get into that because of what I was saying about pedophiles, so I'll need to give an update on that as well. Um, Let's get back to Matt. The reason of why Matt Walsh is being so heavily attacked is because our society is experiencing a shared cognitive dissonance. And let me explain what cognitive dissonance is. Cognitive dissonance is a psychological discomfort or the psychological and biological stress a person experiences when he or she has two different beliefs, values, or attitudes that conflict with each other. So let me give you an example that I and maybe you can relate to. So if I believe that eating a Krispy Kreme donut every day is unhealthy, but I also believe that I deserve to enjoy a Krispy Kreme donut, then I have two conflicting beliefs. And because I have two conflicting beliefs, depending on what I want that day, I will have stress or guilt or anxiety. Not in actuality, but just for the example. So if I say I am not going to eat the donut, then I might experience from a sense of cognitive dissonance, extreme resentment or anger of being deprived of something that I want. Alternatively, if I give in to the desire to have the Krispy Kreme donut, I then might feel stress or guilt because I'm eating something that I've already said and adamantly spoken about was unhealthy for me. So that's how it works. You have two thoughts that go against each other. And because it causes psychological distress, then your way to get rid of that stress or get rid of that unpleasant feeling is to then also get rid of one of those thoughts. So in the case of our society's shared cognitive dissonance, the conflicting beliefs would be this. So for example, belief one, everyone deserves to be equally treated regardless of sexual preference. And then add in belief two, only females can have children. So because the push for diversity has focused much more on avoiding being canceled than most pushes for diversity actually care about the actual diversity of human efforts or about the basic facts of human and animal production, then it's the fear of being canceled and losing votes, popularity, or dollars 
that has caused many individuals, many corporations, many politicians to just simply avoid the negative emotional experience of being rejected. In the case of belief one and belief two that I just mentioned, meaning the psychological discomfort and having two opposing beliefs that one, everyone deserves to be treated equally regardless of sexual preference, combined with belief two, that only females can have children, if you have or believe both of these beliefs, then you will experience a psychological distress. And the only way to get rid of this distress is to then change one of these beliefs. What you will most likely do is then choose to change the belief that is the biggest threat to your safety or comfort. This means that you will change your definition of what is a female or of what is a woman. And because you have a need to connect with other humans, because you have needs of safety and survival that are attached to income, then you're going to avoid those threats to your existence. And you will even do so when it goes against common sense when it goes against science, or even when it goes against historical evidence. In the case with the heavy attacks on Matt Walsh because of his documentary, What is a Woman? Because of his confrontation of transgender policies and because of his other awareness campaigns, we have to also be honest and consider that Matt Walsh is also partly to blame for some of the backlash. In real life, Matt Walsh is arrogant, he's one-sided, and he's aggressive. This is his persona throughout his radio career, and it remains to this day. He is also a very strong supporter of the Republican Party and is very much against Democrats. And he has said in multiple interviews that he cannot agree with any Democrat on any issue. Also, in his descriptions of himself, he states that he is, quote, one of the religious rights' most influential young voices, end quote. And he also says that he is, quote, known for boldly tackling the tough subjects and speaking out on faith and culture, end quote. Now, I have not met Matt Walsh in person, but if I were to meet him or if I were to just do a forensic psychological evaluation or analysis of him, I would not be surprised if I were to analyze him and discover that he was most likely, when he was younger, introverted more than he was extroverted, that he did have friends, but he was not the popular kid or the cool kid, and that he was more of a beta male and not the alpha male in his childhood or teenage friend groups. And in his own words, Matt shares that he did not do well in school and that it was quite unbearable for him. So Matt Walsh has no education past high school, and although he did not enjoy school, it was in fact a teacher who inspired him to become a writer. He did not go to college, and he didn't have any interest in doing that. So I'm mentioning all these things to say that there's a lot of things in his personality which could make him and his voice literally and through his commentary to be very aggravating to many individuals and for them to question, well, who are you to say these things or to speak so boldly? Put that on pause for a second. And now let's think about you. Let's think about your own life. Are you living in your purpose? 
if you look in your childhood and your early teen years, like with Matt Walsh, are there any things that you can see that are patterns? When I'm helping individuals find you know, their greatest purpose and passions and their biggest impact on society, you can go and you can look at clues about who and what you were created to be and purpose to do. And often look at the clues in your childhood and teenage years of where were the areas that you kept failing? What are these areas? If you can think about them, if you want to write them down. And then also what were the areas that you had the most success or the most pleasure or enjoyment in? So like Matt Walsh, it was his poor academic performance It was his resistance to and his intolerance for school and social conformity that led him to go against the culture that we're seeing today, that led him to go against the established social protocols, and that led him to ask the bold but simple question of, what is a woman? And he's asking this question in a time when gender confusion, sexual fluidity, and politics are disregarding the core foundation of human biology. So thinking about that, we can see that in just an example of Matt, that one of the things that he gets right is recognizing that this works for me. And just like with Matt, what works for you are clues about who you have always been and who you have always been not or not been. So don't try to put yourself into the box that someone else thinks you should be put in. Go off of what you believe is what you're created to do for the gifts that you have and using clues in your childhood. And so with Matt, he recognized that, yes, I do have a gift for writing. No, I don't want to go to college for creative writing to then make me have a collegiate view or an external imposed view on what creativity is. I want to do creativity based off of what I see. And then as he got older, what he became more impassioned about writing about were the things that he saw in society combined with his political views and to then speak out and to write against those things. So I encourage you to do the same. But back to Matt. If you think about Matt, he's not perfect. Like I said, he's arrogant, one-sided, and very aggressive, He's not perfect and neither am I, neither are you, but that's a good thing because you don't have to be perfect to have a purpose. And Matt Walsh is definitely not perfect. Even though he claims to be a defender of faith, his approach is more often than not very divisive and very self-serving. His one-sided thinking puts him at risk for groupthink, which is to aggressively defend and to act on any belief that his group identifies with. And so as a Republican, and even by his own words of him saying, I cannot agree with any Democrat on any issue, this shows that he does exhibit a vulnerability to just going along with what his political party believes, even if it goes against what his own core beliefs are. So his hard-hitting documentary is aggressive. It's also very attacking. And so if you are aggressive and they're attacking someone, you're going to meet the bigger dog in the yard. And so there's no surprise that part of the backlash is he does have a very abrasive personality. 
an abrasive radio and writing persona. And so he does use trigger words to not only get followers and likes, but he does use it to bring attention to the very important issues, but that also attracts the quote unquote haters or anyone who's going to be against what he's saying. So he's partly responsible for saying it because he is so bold. But again, looking back at his, what I imagine to be in the forensic psychological evaluation of him, it is his boldness. It was his stated inability to conform to social norms or academic norms that made him the very bold person that we are seeing today. So whether it was with Matt or with you, don't be afraid to go against the norms to do what you can to create a bigger impact on society. So those are some of the things that Matt did wrong, but let's actually go with some of the things that he does right. What he does get right is that he has his relentless use of his ego and self-determination to speak out against and to loudly speak out against one, the increasing attack on children's bodies in the event of genital mutilation and um, removal. He's also using his ego and self-determination to speak out against the increasing acceptance of disregarding basic biological facts. And even common sense, for example, the kitty litter in school bathrooms to support, quote unquote, children who identify as cats. And he's also using his ego and self-determination to speak out against political tactics to cover up and to hide truths, especially when those truths are very hurtful and sometimes permanently so to individuals, communities and our country. What he also gets right is that he uses his popularity to spread scientific truths. So of course, I'm I'm all about scientific truths. He also uses his platform and his brazenness to confront the status quo. And it's his use of his popularity to encourage others to speak the truth and to boldly defend children that I definitely would want to give him kudos for. Now, I don't agree with Um, his approach. I definitely do not agree with his political divisiveness. And although I am a political advisor, my goal is to focus on a solution, not a political party. But what Matt Walsh gets wrong is that he focuses on only Republicans, but not all Republicans are saints, just like not all Democrats are saints. He's also focused so much on being politically divisive that It makes his very valid commentary and his good research to be more about a political party and a political alignment and less about the actual issue that he is trying to defend. I also do not agree with Matt Walsh's use of negative negative characterization of anyone or any group that goes against his standards of what is right. Now, I believe in using science as um, as a playing field to establish what is correct and what is truthful. So right and wrong is a judgment. And so oftentimes Matt Walsh embeds what he believes is right and what he believes is wrong and layers that on top of the scientific truths. And so because he has that layering or the commingling that does make him an easy target in addition to his abrasive personality. It makes him an easy target for people to speak out and to speak against him. 
also by him attacking negatively the characters of individuals who he does not agree with, then when you attack people rather than the problem, it's only going to cause those people to then have an even stronger experience of cognitive dissonance. And with that stronger experience, then they're going to be more likely to resist you even more heavily and to just maintain their own beliefs and to not be open to a healthy conversation or a healthy solution. So those are just a few of the things I wanted to mention. I will leave the link to Matt Walsh's YouTube link on my YouTube page of this episode. And although Matt and I have shared thoughts on many issues, we do not have the same thoughts or same approaches but I do want you to see that he does get it right on a lot of issues, especially when it comes to just common sense in our society. So that ends our time for today, but please continue the conversation and remember to do so using science and love. And if you want-